Hey guys, welcome back, welcome back. It is your girl, Annette Harris, your certified mental health ambassador, and also the host of this podcast, Mind Mending in the Net, distributed by Get Caught in a Net Incorporated. Remember to think of this experience as a net for your mind to mend. And also, please subscribe to Mind Mending in the Net on Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever you get your shows. Now, before we go further, you know what I always like to do in the beginning. Let's recite my mantra. Everything starts in the mind. And now it is time for your positive mental health tip. This week is actually, this is a good one. I want you to kind of listen to. In order to boost your mental and emotional health, Set goals. That is the perfect way to boost your mental and emotional health. Set some goals. Did you know that working toward your goals can be good for your emotional health? Well, some researchers uh, suggest this uh, because it's moving you toward meaningful goals, which will provide you a greater sense of purpose. So think about it. If we're able to achieve them, it can help us to satisfy our important needs, such as competence, autonomy, and relatedness. And satisfying each one of these is good for our mental health. So let's keep that in mind as we move forward. As promised, here is part two of my interview with Felicia Williams. You may wanna take notes because she continued on with her transparency as she discussed how COVID affected her as a business owner and how her mental health was challenged, but more importantly, how she handled it all. Take a listen. Now, let's, let's talk uh, a little bit about your business, Studio V. Studio V, this is the place to be. Oh my goodness, I'm rhyming, I'm rhyming there, guys, hey. Uh, tell us about Studio V first before we even talk about, um, you know, the effect that um, it may have um, gone through. I don't want to say suffered because I don't know what, what uh, transpired during the time of the pandemic. But talk to us about Studio V first and you, um, business owner uh, of this wonderful, wonderful business. Tell everybody what it is and let's, let, let's go from there. Yes, so Studio B is a, um, we are a boutique as well as a um, styling business as well. So um, God gave me this business four years ago, this month actually, and I didn't know anything about owning a business. Whoa. it was put in my lap and so right before I opened someone prophesied and said you're looking at this as a boutique but God is looking at it so much more and he has so much for you in this business and so I stuck with that and although we sell clothes it's so much more than that um, um, it's a mission yeah it's a 
And so I've been so careful to make sure that I hold tight to what God said and make sure that that vision that he has given me is carried out. Mm. So it's just, it's amazing how far we have come. You know, I started out in a very, very small location, but it was, when I look back, it was very powerful and mighty. And so I was in my first location for eight months and it wasn't, and I think I've told, <laughs> this is my testimony, that um, I had to change my mindset when I was in that very, that small place. And God said, you gotta change your mindset that this, don't look at it as a small space. And as I began to change my mindset and really tap into the women who were walking through that door, I sat on the bench and I remember this so clear. I sat on the bench in my boutique and God said, eight months, I'm gonna do something. Something is gonna happen in eight months. Hmm. And in eight months, I got my second location. And it was funny because he said, count count the months. And I was like, wow, Lord, you did say eight months. And I got my second location, which became a one-stop shop for women. So they could get a massage, makeup, hair, um, and shop the whole nine yards. So um, was just really excited about that location. Um, and then just moving into the third um, location. And so now um, my focus is just the one on downtown, really trying to move Studio V downtown. So wait a minute, you are, you're, you're going in your third location? So <laughs> during the pandemic, so during the pandemic, so much happened in this pandemic <laughs> that came out. This just came out. So as you know that I, I got COVID, my parents had COVID. Right. And um, during that downtime, God showed me so much, so much when I went through COVID. Um, again, when I went through COVID, that mental, those triggers started. And um, I'm gonna back up a little bit. I'm gonna tell you about the, the COVID because that leads into the location downtown. Okay. So I went through COVID, went to, I, I was in the house sick alone and Marvin called 911, was like, you gotta get there. Someone gotta get there to her because I couldn't breathe. And so got to the ER, they said, you made it just in time, just in time. So I was in the hospital for about seven days. And during those seven days, I couldn't breathe, trying to breathe. Um, I was losing the fight. And I began to tell God that I was done. I told him, I said, I'm done. I said, I've tried God. I've tried, I've tried to hold on. Um, the depression began to set back in, mm-hmm. began to lose that fight. It was that Friday night, God spoke to me and said, I need you to watch this this um, TV Jakes. And I was in bed trying to breathe and I was like, I don't have the strength right now. I don't, I can't do it. So that next morning, I got up and um, I said, you know what, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna push for it. I said, but I don't know 
what you want me to watch. I said, T.D. Jakes, he had a thousand messages out there. And so he said, when you log on, he's gonna have, he said, search for T.D. Jakes 2021, 2020, and he will have orange on. And I was like, okay. So I went out there, searched T.D. Jakes 2020, and he had orange on. The first one that came up, he had <laughs> orange on. And the title was How to Get Your Fight Back. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, when I saw it, because my mom, she was calling me, texting me, because she knew that I was giving up. Mm -hmm. And she kept texting me, fight, fight. And I was like, just kept telling God, I'm not fighting. And that first message was How to Get Your Fight Back. And in that message, it talked through everything that I was going through. And in that message, she said, you've been trying to do this business alone, but when you come out of this, God got this. When you come out of this fight, he got it. He's gonna do it this time. And so I was off work for three months. Um, and so I really wasn't concerned about my business. I was concerned about those young ladies who were, who was a nail tech, who was a massage therapist and the hairstylist because they didn't have a second job. That was their bread and butter. So it was how do I help them during this time? Because I knew I could make it. Mm. So that's what I was dealing with. And so I, I, I came out of the pandemic, out of um, COVID. And when I tell you that was the best time of my life and my relationship with God grew. Um, and so I went back to work and ended up at my um, second location. So I closed the first one down, but I was at my second location. And my personal assistant was, we were talking, chatting it up, and she said, man, something about brick and windows. And I was like, oh, okay. And I thought she was being negative. So I called her and she was like, no, God showed me a brick wall and windows. <laughs> and, that's, and I went on about my business two weeks. I was walking and I saw this building and I said, okay. And I walked back. So I called my landlord. I had the keys, called him on that Friday, had the keys on that Sunday, had a grand opening that Friday. Whoa. Pandemic. And this was last November during a pandemic. Wow. And every, downtown and God knew that my heart, that I wanted to be downtown. And so during this, I have been able to connect with more women. Profits have tripled. And so he, he's done it. He did it through this pandemic. Wow. So, okay, okay, you said so much. Oh my God, I was getting goose pimples over here. Um, I, I honestly did not know at first, I think I saw a post maybe like well after you were out of the, the, the COVID scare. I didn't even know that you had um, contracted it. But we, we are, we're grateful to God that you did not give up and that he didn't give up on you as well. And I can only imagine because you know how how you may have been feeling with somebody on the outside looking in i would just say as myself 
you know, looking at different ones who had contracted it last year, this year, and those who, especially in the beginning, whose family members, you know, older ones and, maybe, you know, whoever were contracting and people were just leaving here. They were just mm-hmm. passing away. And, you know, my heart really went out and uh, I shared this on one of my other podcasts about you know, my, my position at the church over the bereavement um, committee. And I lie not, it, there was a span, oh, probably of a few months where it seemed like I was helping a family to plan the funeral for their loved one like every week or two. And it was, it was just, that was taxing. That was hard. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not a robot. I have feelings, you know, and then a lot of times you're connected to these families and it just, it, it just hurt my heart so, and some of them were not able to be in the room, you know, uh, well, I guess probably at that point, all of them were not able to be in the room with their loved one when they took their last breath. And that in itself, which is a whole nother show, is devastating, you know, because you need that closure. But you know, to know that you went through this, but then, like you said, that was like the best time of your life because God was dealing with you. And see, what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it around and, and he definitely meant it for good. The enemy thought, the devil thought he had you down. He thought he was going to force you to give up. And you persevered. I'm so glad that you heard the voice of the Lord to tell you to even listen to T.D. Jakes and uh, the video. Uh, I mean, down to the detail, which one for you to look at, you know? that, that That's how you know <laughs> that it's God, you know? Uh, who else, how else would you have known which one to look for? And so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful with you that God turned everything around for you. Now, when you talk about this location downtown for the studio, I, I was about to ask you what was so important about downtown, but you said that that's where you really wanted to have your your um, your your studio, and you said the profits increased. Now, who you know, the Lord was blessing some folks during this COVID, during this pandemic, you know, and that's kind of what I want to ask you about because so the profits increased during the during the COVID time. Well, after of course you you recovered yourself. Where people, because you would think people kind of like, eh, I'm not going to do anything now. You know, I'm going to be careful. Was it more online? Was your store open? Well, how did how how did you handle the um, the pandemic and and keeping your doors open basically? So my doors were open once um, I got the space downtown. People were coming in online sales and I was just like wow where are people going that's why I kept telling myself I said but Lord you're bringing them and and that's a good thing um so people would come in and one thing that they said I would say just about every single customer that walked through that door that said they felt comfortable being in that space rather than being in a mall or anywhere because they could see me sanitizing um, the fitting room, the bathroom, and if they were like, oh, can I use the restroom? Wait, I want you to see me sanitize it. Although I had sanitized it before you came in, I need you to see it. Yeah. So I'll do it again. Okay. 
Yeah, that that would make me want to be comfortable. It, it would make me comfortable. It really would. Yeah. So they felt comfortable coming in. Oh, I love it. See, I, I didn't know you were still open during that time. I thought maybe you kind of, you know, shut down or something. But that's that's wonderful, uh, you know, to know. And you know, I'm sure the the lay some people probably needed to get out of their house too. And <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Look, a little retail therapy never hurt anybody, right? <laughs> well, that that that's wonderful. Now, I was looking at your uh, website, mm-hmm. and why don't, why don't you um, tell everybody where they can go on your website um, to find your studio? StudioVFashion.com. Okay. StudioVFashion.com. On here, you know, she has a, you know, an about uh, section. It tells about how she started and everything. Uh, one of the things that caught my attention, and I don't know if this is maybe like under your vision statement or maybe it kind of falls under there. There's a statement that you have here that Studio V is a vision space to help women, women look better, feel better, and do better because they deserve better. That is a powerful statement in and of itself. It really doesn't need any kind of explanation, but as far as you're concerned, it seems that your desire, like maybe to you know continue on making sure that your studio was open, making sure you had the right location, you're, you're all, it seems like you're always looking out to make sure that women had the, um, the, 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 the place, should I say, to come so that they can look better, feel better, and do better. It seems like that was at the forefront of your mind to make sure that they had that, that space in place. Am I, am I correct in uh, assuming that? You're so right. And it's funny because when you read that, it gives me chills because it is just, it's, that's my desire. It is my desire. And it's like, that's what I live and breathe. When those women come in there, they're stay hour, two hours, three hours. Mm. So that is the space that I want it for those women and that's what that's the vision that God gave me is that when they walk through there right that's what they're gonna feel yeah wow okay and then that that works on their psyche too uh who was that Deion Sanders used to always say and I may be getting it wrong if you if you look good you feel good you feel good you do good or something he would always say <laughs> The former uh, professional uh, football player, and that—that's—that's that's something. You know, he was a little eccentric, a little out there himself. But th- that was a you know simple yet profound statement, and that's kind of what that—the statement that I read from your website reminded me of. And yeah. so it—it it can work on your psyche, you know. Uh, there, there was so many even during this pandemic, during COVID nineteen, they could not handle it, Felicia, mentally. Some were going, you know, I don't want to say bonkers, but you maybe could say that. 
You know, here here you have uh, a government or uh, mayor, governor, whoever telling you, okay, you have to stay inside. You cannot go anywhere. You know, for a length of time. Right. And 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 so people were trying to they were trying to reconcile that in their minds. And then that's why you had so many that were not listening to them and they were still doing their own thing because they couldn't handle someone telling you, you can't come outside your house. And if you do come outside, you gotta wear a mask. You know, so it, 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 it's all something uh, heavy, you know, to deal with mentally. So as far as the, the women that um, come in and they, they, they purchase items, like you said, they stay there for a couple of hours. Do, do you see that Studio V is uh, positive in helping them mentally? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We have really just tapped into so many women. And when they leave, it's like you can just see it on their face. Like they're just so happy. And, um, and, and they'll say it like, man, there's something about this place when you walk in. And they 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 weren't expecting it, and and it's blacks, it's whites, it's Hispanic. You know, it's everyone who walks through that door. We get um, a, we have a very diverse clientele, and they all say the same thing. And and I take no glory for it. You know, I, I give all glory to God um, in the space that He has created. But you know, we recently changed our mission statement based on where God has the next level God is taking us and we're launching our new site probably this week. And so our new mission statement is Studio V brings style, race, refinement to sophisticated clientele by capturing God's beauty in you. Ooh. And that comes from Psalms 139.14. And so I don't know if I told you about the story about how you know, when I got the space, I kept doubting, like, God, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? You know, <laughs> during this pandemic, really? And so I was wearing this, I had been wearing this bracelet, and my friend was like, Felicia, she said, I, I read your bracelet in your bathroom, and this was the day of our launch, the day before, sorry, of our launch. And she said, it said, um, it had Psalms 139.14 on it, which says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth um, right well. So when she said that, she also said, look at the address of your space. My space is 139. Okay. And it's just, it's, it's so much that I could tell you that I know that I know that I know that this is of God. Wow. It's truly of God and how he keeps, because he knows that, look, God, I got to know. You got to show me. <laughs> you got to show me that it's you. I don't want to take a step. And the way he has shown me, that this is the will of God and how he has opened doors. Yeah. It's, this thing is beyond, it is so beyond me. Right. 
Oh, I love it. Ooh, you just gave me chills when you talked about that 139. Oh my goodness, and the space. Oh my gosh. It is, it's, it's not coincidental, it's not. And you're, you're kind of like me. It's like, you know, when you know, you know the Lord when he tells you what mm-hmm. it is you should be doing. But of course, we, we second guess ourselves. We doubt ourselves. And then we just need a little bit extra. Okay, are you sure? Are you sure, Jesus? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like we're always, you know, asking him, are you sure? But yeah, I can I can relate to that. Even when I started my my radio show, I second guessed myself for probably a whole month. Mm-hmm. And you know, he kept confirming. God is so he's so merciful. But he kept confirming it for me every time I would ask him. So I, I totally get what you're saying. I, I really do. Um, and this that's that was a wonderful, wonderful explanation. So thank you for answering that. And I'm talking about even your new vision statement. Um, that is, that's going to be wonderful. And I can't wait when you until you put it out on your, on your updated website. Now I want to ask you this, and we are going to wrap up on today. Now, at the beginning of, of each podcast episode, I always like to share a positive mental health tip with everyone. Now. You, and you kind of talked about this a little bit at the beginning. I, and you're an extremely busy individual. And, but I want to know, do you have any personal, maybe affirmations that you, um, that you recite to yourself every day? Do you write anything down? You have maybe stuff, maybe, I don't know, on post-it notes or post-it somewhere in your space, whether it's your home or your office that you kind of look to, to help you to foster that positive mental health? Yes. So what I did during COVID was I created this grateful, grateful will. So it's not an affirmation. Hmm. It is. So I put grateful, I have this big sticky note in my office and I put grateful in the middle and then around it, I began to write what I'm grateful for. And every time I look at that, when I, you know, something happens or, you know, whatever, I look at that grateful will. And I think about what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for the people that surround me. Grateful for my family. So I begin to pour my energy into what I'm grateful for. And that helps me get through the day. Um, and so along with my daily devotion. So I actually encouraged my, I was on a leadership team and they had me to do the opening. And that was my opening. I challenged the leadership team to create a grateful will because it is so powerful because it takes you out of the negative into the positive. Because it could be so worse than where you're at today. Oh my goodness. So a grateful will. Now, did you create, did, did you see some that somewhere or did you, did the Lord give that to you to do? No, I saw it. I think that's what God gave me. Um, I saw it somewhere and um, it was a picture or something. I was like, man, you know, I need to do that. Yeah. I need to. Well, you gonna cause me to do that, uh, Felicia. I like that idea. You just, you add to it, you add to it. And also a friend of mine gave me, um, she made me a mason jar that has the 
Psalms 139 on it. And she said, every time God does something for you, I need you to complete this little sticky note and put it in this mason jar. And I do that. I try to do it on a daily basis um, because then you can go back and start pulling those out when you're having those days. And really, it makes you smile like, man, God did that. God did that, you know? Right. So accomplishments and it, and, and, and all of that's in the word too, because you, you need to, you know, recall to your mind, you know, those yes. things that, that God has done for you. Uh, and of course, I'm thinking about this one saying that late Pastor Adams used to say, uh, you know, he would tell, you know, tell us each victory will help you another one to win. But, you know, you can recollect, you know, mm-hmm. the things um, that God has done. It, 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 I mean, it, it helps to push you. It helps to encourage you. Like you said, you look back at that and say, oh, my goodness, God, you did do this. You did do that. Um, so if you don't mind, I love doing it, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, sharing a positive mental health tip. If you don't mind, I would love to share these tips. Oh, absolutely. Uh, a grateful will. And then the other one was like an accomplishment um, jar. Is that what? Yeah. How would you yeah. describe that? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we, we have to we have to remember these things because life, life can get a little rough sometimes. And then sometimes we may lose our sighting. That's just that's just life, and we don't we don't want to like get all the way off because you know things do happen, and we're not always walking on a bed of roses, you know, every single day. So if it's something that can help us, um, you know, to make sure we attain and or maintain positive mental health, we definitely definitely want to see if we can do it. Um, Do you have any last thoughts, uh, final thoughts for us, or maybe any advice to any small business owners or uh, or anything on that uh, on that level before we end today? I would say if you have a business and um, you're thinking about giving up, don't do it. I was at that point where I wanted to give up, but I, I had to keep pushing and praying. And I look back now like, wow, I'm so glad I didn't give up. And so with that don't give up, you have to get those resources to help you get to that point where you want to be and build that team that's going to help you. Um, But just, it might sound cliche but don't give up. Yeah, I love it. Perfect final thoughts. That was great. Well, thank you again for taking time out on today and uh, sharing with us. This has been wonderful, very enlightening. And, you know, again, there are some things that you share with us that I didn't know, but it was very encouraging and very helpful, which is, again, the basis of this podcast. We want to promote positive mental health. We want to let you know that even though you may be going through some things, you may be dealing with some things mentally, and it may seem like it's, it's a little bit overwhelming for you, there is a way out. You don't have to succumb to it. You can overcome. So thank you again, Felicia. And I, I bid you Godspeed in all that you do. And we will, well, we're going to have you again another time when we can, when we can snag you. <laughs> <laughs> hey. if, if that's okay with you, we try to try to grab her another time. But she, she's got a lot of stuff going on. But again, she's very encouraging to you know, each and every one of us. So. 
All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Um, I want to encourage you that if you have any questions or comments, maybe on this podcast or anything else, go ahead and email me at mindmendinginthenet at gmail.com. Mindmendinginthenet at gmail.com. Um, if you are interested in maybe uh, interviewing, uh, being an interviewee with me, or if you want to co-host on one of my podcasts, you can also email me at the same email, net at gmail.com. And also want to encourage you to please make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at mindmendinginthenet. Um, and then also uh, on YouTube, if you go to YouTube, you can type in Get Caught in the Net Incorporated, which is who this podcast is distributed by. So thanks for listening. And don't forget to go to Google, Apple, or wherever you get your shows to catch Mind Mending in the Net, where everything starts in the mind. We'll see you in the next podcast. <laughs>